Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison. Now, um, for my next guest, it's uh, very hard not to use uh, superlatives and the cliches uh, that are often banded around in the rock world. So I'm going to try not to, but it is going to be difficult. My next guest is the one and only Derek Shurinian. Yes, formerly of Dream Theatre people, will say they go straight in. But, of course, brand new band Sons of Apollo Set to release debut album in October, Psychotic Symphony. Derek, welcome to the show and thanks for chatting to us. Thank you, Steve. Nice talking with you. How are you doing? Hey, I'm not too bad at all, Derek. I'm not too bad at all. So uh, so how are you on this uh, fine day? It's beautiful. I'm in sunny Los Angeles, California, and I'm in the middle of a promotion campaign for my new record, Sons of Apollo Psychotic Symphony coming out October 20th on Inside Out Sony Music. We have an amazing band. I'm very excited about the record that we made, but I'm even more excited about the lineup. Mike Portnoy, my partner in crime on yeah. drums. Bumble, Ron Bumblefoot Thal on guitar. I think he's going to be a major guitar star for 2018. That's yeah. my prediction. Yeah. The legendary Billy Sheehan on bass needs no introduction. And on vocals, we have Jeff Scott Soto, who I think has one of the greatest hard rock voices out there. And now, for the first time, he has a band behind him to really give him a backdrop to really shine. And I think people are going to be blown away when they hear our record, Psychotic Symphony. Yeah, absolutely. I've been very, very fortunate, Derek, to actually have a preview copy of the album. Uh, and I've got to say that uh, I am pretty sure that people will absolutely be blown away. And of course, already you've released a couple of singles and people are sort of putting out there, it's a super group. You've just mentioned what a lineup in a band to sort of bring together such musical talent and vocal prowess of, of Jeff Scott Soto. I've been a, a fan of Jeff since sort of back in the day, the 80s, as it were. Uh, and such a fine, soulful vocalist, not just for sort of hard rock and metal, but just just a fine, soulful vocalist. Combining that with all the members' musical prowess, it's just it's a surefire winner, surely. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you like it, Steve. You know, with the vocals, we really wanted to place great importance that all of our songs had memorable choruses and, and vocals that yeah. were listenable. You know, a yeah. lot of progressive metal... We wanted to stay away from the tired cliches of the or the or the fake anger, like I'm mad, but I really have yeah. nothing to be mad about. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to just stay clear of all of that stuff and really keep it rock and ballsy. And, uh, and that's it. And I'll tell you the difference between Sons of Apollo and all the other bands out there is that we have mastered the art of strategic wankery. We go fucking crazy. We go cra- hashtag strategic wankery. We go crazy in all the solos and middle sections. Anything goes, but it always comes back to the killer choruses and, and songs. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, when Mike and I first put this band together on paper, you know, we assumed we were going to go back and play straight prog metal like we did in yeah. Green Theater. But once we started writing with Bumblefoot, all of our classic rock and hard rock influences really started coming out yeah. in the music. Yeah. And we still have all the sickness and crazy unison and, you know, passages and 
metal fusion stuff, but it's, as I said, it's all strategically placed in and never taking away from the quality of the song. Yeah. And that is the key. Yeah. So Mike and I, I think, nailed it as producers uh, and really came up with the perfect blend of feel and technique. And I think that was achievable because everyone in this band, it's like the Marvel superheroes. Yeah. It's a perfect hybrid of technique and feel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and that really does come across. And I, and I think you you just summed it up. There's so nowhere for me to go with that because it is absolutely that. It's just that that strategic element that that really does it. Sort of builds the songs, but then you know you sort of kick back into a, a nice sort of heavy groove, melodic. It's got that sort of definitely classic hard rock feel to it. And then with the layers of uh, of Jeff's vocals over the top, it's it, it really is. And I think that people are just going to sort of so warm to the the album. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Now, I mean, in terms of that sort of writing and that toing and froing between yourself and Mike, um, is that the sort of the main sort of strategic sort of writing arm of, of Sons of Apollo then? Or were it, was it a sort of an equal partnership or was was there sort of a, a, a sort of a fluidity around it when sort of Billy and uh, and Ron got involved as well? Well, Mike and I are the ones with the concept that started this off. Yeah. And we... You know, we have we got signed based on Mike and I getting back together yeah. and doing a band. And so then at this point, we got the rest of the lineup together. And Billy was definitely the only choice on bass. Ron was someone that Mike Fortnite brought in. And I'll tell you, I was blown away the first time I played with Bumblefoot and realized how good of a musician he was, yeah. or great of a musician. Yeah. I was just going, holy fuck, this is going to be an amazing record. Yeah. And it was just very, it was very fresh because yeah. we started, we didn't know each other until day one in the studio. Wow, and then right. we started writing this record. Yeah. So there's a real beauty to that and an innocence in the sense where, you know, with Fortnite, we go back 25 years. Yeah. So with Bumblefoot, it was totally fresh. So there was like a, this, this energy, this, new uh weird but great energy yeah and we just capitalized on it over those 10 days and i really think that we wrote a masterpiece and i know that that's a lofty statement but i really think the record backs it up yeah yeah well i mean that's really interesting that sort of you'd not sort of really met until sort of day one in the studio and i mean with the sort of uh, the teasers and then obviously the uh, the videos that you've released and you've got that sort of real live feel you can absolutely as well see the enjoyment and the enthusiasm of all of you within that video um and and it is, was that sort of evident throughout the recording process then it was sort of a i don't know a meeting of the minds as it were it was, it really was. I felt like Ron Saul was my long lost brother of <laughs> right, years that yeah. I'd never met before. And all of a sudden it's like the homecoming and and making up for lost time in the studio. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And you know, that's the awesome stuff. You know, you can have tons of success as a musician and make the money and, and the fame and all that stuff, but to me what it's really about is when you're done at the end of the day making great music yeah. and you have a CD or a, a MP3 listening to the work that you did that day and yeah. you're just ecstatic about it and you can't wait to wake up the next morning to write the next song or to finish that song. Yeah. To me, that's what it's all about for me. And Sons of Apollo is the perfect band or musical vehicle 
for me creatively. I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Right, right. I mean, that, that's great to hear. So uh, in terms of that, it's a, it's a debut album and it's great to hear you sort of talk of it as, as a band. Uh, I mean, because, I mean, uh, and whilst I suppose everybody's got to earn a living and there are other side projects, but it does seem that the, there's a real focus uh, to succeed with, with Sons of Apollo and it is, you know, that, that's what comes across and seems to be apparent. It's not just a project, you know, the aim is we're going to succeed with Sons of Apollo and really take it somewhere is that would that be true to say that there is absolute truth i do want to emphasize sons of apollo is absolutely a full-time band for all of us we've all cleared our schedules for 2018 and here's the bottom line is that this band has the biggest potential to make the most noise out of all of the projects that we're involved yeah yeah and human beings have it uh this band will generate the most heat and people have a tendency to flock to where the fire is, the yes. warmest. Yeah. And I think that Sons of Apollo is just going to explode in 2018. And I think that uh, in time as we build this thing, I think Sons of Apollo is going to be one of the great rock bands out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and certainly, uh, as I say, having heard the uh, the preview of the album, uh, I think I am definitely inclined to agree. Now, obviously, with all the sort of technical aspects, that sort of element of recording in the studio, people will obviously want to see such a lineup and such great songs performed live. So, uh, what is, what's the sort of future hold for uh, touring with the band? We just hired an awesome manager named Andy Farrow, who's out of. Uh the UK, and he is on the, the ball right now, booking us all the European festivals Excellent. and getting our world tour together. We're very excited to be working with Andy, and it's going to be a full juggernaut yeah. of Sons of Apollo. We're going to hope to come around everywhere twice. Wow, follow yeah. our movements as the tour as the move as the tours being booked. You can follow us at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SonsOfApollo.com to stay tuned and we're just really excited about this and we can't wait to bring this this uh act to the people now uh, we, we certainly cannot wait that will be a sight to behold and uh, yeah i've got to say that I, I think when you look at the uh the sort of experiences the wealth of experiences that you all bring together it is as i said at the beginning it's a surefire success and we certainly can't wait to uh, see you guys over here in europe and uh, you better be putting in a uk date there as well derek <laughs> As any UK dates, nothing is booked yet, but as soon as, <laughs> as it is, you'll hear about it. <laughs> no, no. Guaranteed, we'll be in there. But I will be playing. I will be playing on a separate note two UK shows at the beginning of January with Black Country Communion, one in London and one in Wolverhampton. Yeah. So. Um, I hope to see you at one of those gigs. In, indeed. And I was just going to sort of uh, a, a final note on that. Obviously, Black Country Communion just released the album uh, and your involvement in that. And great to hear that you're actually part of the touring band as well because, uh, and that was going to be one of my questions in terms of uh, the the focus for Sons of Apollo and that writing. I mean, is there is there sort of a, a different mindset for you in terms of performing uh, uh, and doing uh, the music with Black Country Communion? Is it, um, yeah, what, what is the different mindset for you on that? The different mindset is with uh, Black Country Communion, it's more classic rock, and I can lay back a little bit more, but yeah. it's still, you know, I still bring the heat, no matter, you know, fire burns at the same heat, no matter if yeah, it's yeah. a match or a blow. Yeah. So I, I bring it no matter what, what band it's in, but it's just slight adjustments to uh, 
fit in with the, the guys I'm playing with. Yeah. But it's all good, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, do, you, do you sort of have a have a, a preference, or is it just a case of you're up there and you're sort of giving it what for with the keyboard just to bring music to everybody? Or do you sort of prefer some types of songs, or is it just how the sort of mood, mood takes you? Say it one more time, I'm sorry. That's all right, no worries. So in terms of playing the music then, do you sort of have a sort of favourite in terms of, well, you like sort of playing that sort of blues country rock with uh, and classic rock or the more progressive? Or is it? does it depend how the mood takes you when you're playing live? I think uh, Sons of Apollo is my natural style. Yeah, yeah. Of, of it really is. This is where I feel the most at home. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's probably evident throughout your career in terms of working with uh, some serious uh, technical musicians, not discounting yourself, obviously, sort of the, back in the days of, sort of Planet X with Tony McAlpine and, and then working with, with Tony sort of uh, formally and then obviously Dream Theatre as well, which people will uh, will will know you from. So um, in terms of coming back to the UK, you're back here, as you say, with Black Country Community. And what dates is that then, Derek? Sorry. It's, it's uh, the first week of January. I believe it's like the third and the fourth. I may be wrong, but you can check it out at blackcountrycommunion.com right. for the tour dates. Indeed, that's great. Well, Derek, thanks very much for taking the time out to chat to us here on the Unchained Rock Show. It's an absolute pleasure. The album is just sensational, and we certainly do look forward to uh, Sons of Apollo making an appearance uh, here in the UK, so please make it so. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. We really appreciate your support. Again, October 20th, Psychotic Symphony, Sons of Apollo, on Inside Out Sony Music. Sonsofapollo.com, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you so much, Steve. Derek, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.